It is time for Everyday Lessons Now with Dr. Amala Munchen and Taryn Callender. So get ready, get ready. It's a new month, a brand new month. May, wow, May, half of the year has gone. So you know where to find us, itrnradio.com. And also on all of your favorite, your major podcast platforms. So come on back, folks. It is Sunday, and we've got Everyday Lessons Now with Taryn Callender and Dr. Amala Luncheon. So come on back. Join the show at the top of the hour, folks. We'll be glad to have you. You are listening to the You are listening to the Intentional Talk Radio Network. It is a Sunday. Come on back right here, May first, the beginning of May. Stick and stay, folks, and don't go away. This is the Intentional Talk Radio Network. We're almost six months into the year. Boy, stay tuned for all of the great shows that we have here on the Intentional Talk Radio Network. At the top of the hour, folks, everyday lesson now with Dr. Amala Luncheon and Tim and Kelly. At the top of the hour.
Good evening, everyone. It's eight o'clock here on these on the east coast of these United States of America. Welcome to Everyday Lessons Now. My name is Dr. Marla Luncheon, and I'm joined by my co-host, Taryn Jaiga-Calendar. Hello, hello, everyone. Um, it's the same time over here. Um, I don't know how the weather is on your end. Uh, today was actually quite a nice day, actually. It got up to like 60-something, almost 70. So today is a lovely spring day. We're also having a beautiful day um, today as well. On this side, um, it's quite still windy. Still have a little mm. bit of wind okay. in the um, It was not too humid at all. It was nice and windy. So it was a very cool, relaxing Sunday. And also a uh, night before the holiday as well. Yes, we, yes. Um, we celebrate Eid al-Fitr. Mm-hmm. more Muslim holiday and um, we yeah, the uh, end of Ramadan at the end of Ramadan we recognize it here mm-hmm. all through the, the, the country both Trinidad and Tobago so it is a public holiday so right. there's lots happening tons of activities tonight mm-hmm. so wherever you are in the world um, all the Muslims locked on and uh, we say Eid happy Eid to you in advance Eid Mubarak we're here next week and we're about to kick off we start the week here every Sunday at 8 um, yes. we kind of get you ready to face the week ahead and put last week behind you and I hope <laughs> you're continuing to journal you're continuing to do what's necessary I let me just come out one time or the bat and say that I have been having some beautiful thoughts recently which I think is a good thing it's healthy to have mm. nice thoughts yeah, it you know, is. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> you you go through stuff and you have like that those dark moments where everything yeah. is like gloom and you're wondering why is it this way and why is that happening and why mm-hmm. is something and you kind of fall into a, a little a little rut. Um, I just want to say that the universe has been very educational over the past two months. Mm-hmm. I've seen things happen and stop and could have almost gone down that rabbit hole of why these things are happening, mm-hmm. only to see days and weeks after okay maybe that's why it happened this is why okay mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and it happened really quickly normally sometimes things take longer i'm mm-hmm. just happy that for me over the past i would say two months things have been happening and people around me have been winning so mm-hmm. that's also a good okay thing. right, and right, right. when you feed off of that energy is important as well yeah and that's when you yes. genuinely want people to win there's some people who find discomfort and others winning of course people i you know and and there was a tweet that that i i retweeted um it might have been friday or it might have been yesterday um where it says that you know people are able to empathy is not just the ability to commiserate like you know you're like oh something sad happened you're able to go but if someone is a, it, it also has to do with where someone stands when someone else is experiencing joy. That, that is how you really judge empathy. Cause you know, sometimes people, you can't just be happy for other people, you know, but then you follow the crowd and you're sad when everyone else is sad. Yeah. You know, and, so that and yeah. happiness doesn't work that way. But for me, right. I have, I genuinely feel good when mm-hmm. people close to me are doing well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to jump on a bandwagon and say like a random person. Right, right, right. But to them, I, I wouldn't say, I might just in passing, maybe, oh, ooh, that was cool. Mm-hmm. But when people close to me are really happy, like for instance, I have some friends who, Kevin, Kevin mm-hmm. and his wife have been locked. When I mean locked, they've been working heavily, yes, but the pandemic, they did all that was necessary. They are, uh, um, and not only them, a lot of people who went through all the, the stages of the pandemic, mm-hmm. the lockdowns, to starting to work, to staying inside, to secluding themselves, to doing everything that everybody else did, mm-hmm. but, but doing it from a place of these are people who normally enjoy life yes, and do stuff mm-hmm. and sacrifice that for the greater good. 
Because mm-hmm. they could have been irresponsible like others and still go out and do, and do all the... But they made a conscious decision. Hey, let's do the writing and our time will come. And now mm-hmm. they're out in melee enjoying life. Yes. And yes. I was very happy that they had the opportunity to do that. And yes. I think if it's any two people who I feel as though... Who I felt as though needed the time out... Oh, it, they would have been the ones. <laughs> yes. So, so okay. little things like that for me, I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate... Mm-hmm. Um, or what I've been seeing from other people that have been doing stuff. And I know when you see somebody been trying, trying, like for instance, uh, 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 indirectly, not a personal friend of mine, but somebody who I know has a family member who's been looking for a job forever, even mm-hmm. before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And they just landed the exact job that they wanted. Okay. Three years okay. later, it took a long yeah. time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but they mm-hmm. actually have the job now. So we're looking at, as my, when, when I spoke to them in person, I was like, look at that. You have the next three years to look forward to. The last mm-hmm, three was that. Mm-hmm. I said, no, enjoy the next three coming. Right, right, because right. Because you have an right, opportunity exactly. to, to do everything you wanted to do in this next three. So, yes. it, so I told them, that's kind of, give yourself the three. Give yourself that three years to just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't get nervous and clamp anything down. Don't overextend. Like, you know, some people, because they're, okay, well, I need to do this. I need to save. I need to do that. Mm-hmm, Be living in the moment. Mm-hmm. And, and I think happen. now more than ever, people are starting to live in the moment just because we've realized in the last two plus years that, you know, nothing is guaranteed. Um, you know, and, and we've seen some people die, people we, we didn't think would have, would have passed away and so on. So Correct. we realized that. You know, nothing is promised. And so living in the moment has really become a thing. Um, actually, tourism is now seeing an uptick because they're realizing that people are doing what is called um, emotional spending, um, mm-hmm. especially with travel. So travel is, is really benefiting from that because everybody who had something on their bucket list, they're trying they to do it at the first opportunity they get, sure. you know, and, and, and that's... No longer, no longer putting it on the back burner. Right, exactly, exactly. So that that's actually quite good. Actually, quite good. That that's for yeah. sure. For so I know twenty twenty three for sure. You go into this. What it is? Apocalumpo. What is the only place I can remember? Don't don't quote me. Now you have me trying to figure out which place you're talking about. The one with the hills, the, the fancy name, the one that oh, your that friends didn't want to go. That could that could be any place because my friends just don't want to go to places with mountains, so they they don't want to go to. It's one in particular that you mentioned. So it, it it probably is Machu Picchu, Peru. Machu Picchu, that's it. Okay, that's right. The one. That's the one. So <laughs> you know for sure, twenty twenty three sometime, um, we're gonna be here and we're gonna talk about the trip to Machu Picchu. You're not being able to do it on the Sunday because you will be Machu Picchu. So I'm, look, I'm looking forward to that. That is coming for sure. And it's so great that technology is such a way where we can go back and find this clip and talk about when we spoke about you going to right. Machu Picchu. So, yeah, right. You know, and, and then the thing, the thing with Machu Picchu is that it requires some altitude training, which I'm going to get by default. Because he, he, right, see? Exactly. The universe is lying in it up already. <laughs> So yes, so, we're definitely doing that 2023. Yes, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about that. But today I, I wanted to talk about um, communication, communication by age. Because um, a couple of things have happened um, and, and you're talking about things that you found that, that were good. Um, but just, I remember last week when we were leaving, we briefly spoke about the fact that Mike Tyson had punched somebody in the air yeah. and that was coming on the heels of Will Smith slapping Chris Rock and um, the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial. So right. all those things. And then, of course, the news with, with the Ukraine is really not letting up. It, it's continuing to get worse. And, and now we're going to give them aid to the tune of $33 billion. And that's billion with a B. Um, <laughs> you know, so... It's still, less it's, than, it's still less than we paid for Twitter, but yeah. <laughs> let's, let's put it in perspective. Yes. It's, it's, it's still less... It's still less than an African-American paid for Twitter. How about that? That has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, you know, um, so I was looking at those things and and I was thinking about what could we do differently, you know, and the one thing that really stands out is that we need to work on communication. Um, There are different age groups of people that we're seeing, you know, with, with, issues and so on and last night I had a very interesting discussion I, it was like seven o'clock at night and um this somebody called me to be on a zoom call so she says um Amala, are you free do you have a minute 
So I said yes, but you know when a West Indian person asks you if you have a minute, just clear an hour. So I said yes. So she said, okay, I'll send you the Zoom link. So she sent me the link and she said, I just need a level-headed person to be on this call. So obviously now I know I'm walking into something dramatic. So I get on the call and there are two older women and a young guy on this call. The young guy is developing an app um, and he, let's, let's say, for argument's sake, that he is developing this phone, but BlackBerry and let's say iPhone already exist. And so mm-hmm. his phone is coming, coming to play in the same marketplace. Um, so now we need to, we're going to distribute this phone to a lot of people and whatever. So the, the older lady, one of the women, um, she had an issue with something that happened last year and, you know, she was trying to contact him and so on. And so she has a number of questions. In fact, she sent an email with about at least 10 questions that she needed answered because she, he is not very good at communication and so on. Her tone, however, is a little bit off. So I say to her, well, you know, I think that if we're going to offer help to young people, we need to understand the space that young people exist in. And we need to offer that help without seeming as though we're chastising them, even if you're trying to guide them, because you can guide someone without chastising them. Um, And I think what we need to do is really meet people where they are. So did you ask him what is his preferred method of communication? Because she said, oh, I've been trying to contact him and da, 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 da. Well, I don't like your tone. And so she started with me. I said, well, pardon me. I am trying to help here. Oh, but you're not helping because you're you're suggesting that I didn't think of ways to contact him. I said, well, I'm sorry if it came across that way. And I'll let you finish. Because at that point, I realized now that I am like, I am a child in this whole thing. So, you know, let me, let me just stop while I'm ahead. So she goes on to say, I don't understand why you would think that I didn't think about ways to contact him. When I sent an email and I sent him a WhatsApp message and those are means that I had used to contact him before. Did you expect me to go over to his house? So at this point now, I'm not answering because obviously those are rhetorical questions. So I'm like, you know what? We really need to fix communication because, you know, you're talking about a young person who is probably 30. He's probably 29, maybe 30 at most. Uh He is not up to having a grandmother figure tell him how to run his business in a way that makes him seem that he does not know what he's doing. That's, Uh That's not welcome at all, you know. So I went through that last night and I got up this morning thinking, well, what, what could I have said differently? You know, because why should I leave feeling like I'm the person with the problem? And clearly I'm not, you know. So afterwards now, in a separate phone call, because, you know, this whole thing had to take until about midnight. So in a separate phone call now, I get a call back. So what did you think of the call? I said, what did I think? I said, why am I being attacked? And I'm, I was brought into that call to help fix the situation. You know, oh, well, that's how she is. And that's why there's nobody around her. So somebody needs to tell her that she needs to watch her tone with the communication. She needs to watch her tone. And that's why her organization is not progressing. And if you call me in to help your situation, then I need to not be hit over the head. You know, anyway. We got the guy back on the call and so on. And he said, listen, she can't talk to me like that. I said, I knew that that was the issue and we kind of have to resolve it. So it got me thinking this morning, you know, how do we talk to people who are from Bob Marley's era and they're stuck in Bob Marley's era? As opposed to somebody who is from the Exodus. I am from the Bounty Killer era. and, and, And I still live there. And then we still have the Vibes Cartel era, and you can't talk to them. And then we have the Skilly Bang era. Right. So, Skell, Skell and Skilly Bang. So these, I don't know, Skell, I know Skilly. Um, but so, so see, now I'm having a problem with, with somebody else I don't know. Yeah. So, and, and so she is stuck in that era. So it's like people who grew up with, let's say, um, Elvis Presley, and then you move into a situation now of people talking about Travis Scott and those people, and you have no idea who they are, but they live in that space and they operate in that space, and those are their people. The language is completely different. However, 
what we ought not to do is be um preachy and, and you know how i hate being preachy we cannot be preachy if we want people to actually listen to us you have to make it fun you have to make sure that people walk away from you having learned something and not say oh well that was a complete waste of time or if she's on a call again i'm not getting on the call we, we have to avoid stuff like that you know let me, and, let, me, mm-hmm. let, me say, let me say this is something we have said from the beginning of time to avoid situations like that, we want we, we first have to remember to be self-aware. And being self-aware makes you understand that you have to remember that you too, in that moment, was that good person. Mm-hmm. I struggle with that even now. I consider myself to be super cool. I consider myself to be one of the coolest kids on the block. Even though I'm not a kid anymore, but I consider myself to be very cool and and how to put this boy, I'm welcoming and open. But I too sometimes fall short when we're talking to the scale and the scale mm-hmm. event, right? And how I do it is I always try and remember that I too came up in the bounty killer era when I was in my bounty killer era, the Bob Marley people around me could not understand at all right. the interest we had in bounty right, killer and exactly. mine was. Mm-hmm. Yes, we know times have changed. Technology came and gifted this new generation with something we never had. They gave us tools. They gave, it gave them tools that we never had. Mm-hmm. You have to remember, if we're using an analogy, we plow garden. We literally mm-hmm. went out and used our hands. Now you can have a full garden with a machine. You never have to dig soil ever. There mm-hmm. are gardeners out there who has never toiled the soil. Mm-hmm. They buy the machinery that they, all they do is buy the land. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and the land mm-hmm. is soil for them. They know mm-hmm. how much chemicals mm-hmm. to put on machine is all a machine. They have mm-hmm. never touched soil in their life, but they sell put But they're farmers. Right? Mm-hmm. They're farmers who, who live in that space. So we mm-hmm. have to remember that if you're self-aware enough to understand that there was a time that you too was at that point, it makes the communication a little easier. In the case that you're referring to with the lady and the guy, she have to respect where she sits. You're talking to somebody under 30 running their business, mm-hmm. one that in their world operates differently, their means of communication. And perfect example, I'm so glad you used this Kelly Bang analogy because it was a big argument recently with where he sits and him going to London last week. Solidified. Solidified yeah. what they've yeah. been fighting for. Yeah. He have, he's gone to one of the hardest Markets to break into. Markets to break into. And got some of the biggest numbers they have seen in dancehall in years. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it makes you understand that there is a whole world outside Mm -hmm. of the the bounty cat, the bounty cat, the Mali, that welcomes what he's doing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that is where respect comes in. You two as an individual have to respect him and what respect what they are doing, even though it might not be your cup of tea. Mm Mm-hmm. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Can I say something? Absolutely. Uh-huh. Okay. I, I'm so glad that you're having this discussion and I just have to join in. And I agree with both of you. However, one of the things that I hear often and not as often as I used to is we have to meet them where they are. I think that goes in both directions. I mm-hmm. think they have to meet us where we are and we have to meet them where they are. And I, my feeling with meeting someone where they are, that means we usually have to lower our standards. We have to lower our standards. We have to communicate in a way that only know how to communicate, not in the way that we know how to communicate. One, we've been on the planet longer. Oftentimes, our level or our thought process far exceeds theirs. So when we meet them where they are, just like I've seen with LA Unified, they have to lower their standards to meet students where they are, which I think is really, not only is it ridiculous, but it's also damaging. You bring them up. So when people don't communicate and they always say, it's you, it's you, it's you, where are they? Mm-hmm. And just as Karen just said, there's a level of respect that is totally lost today. It's totally lost. Absolutely. And it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because everybody suffers. Everybody suffers because it's real easy to say it's you. 
It's mm-hmm. very easy to say it's you, it's you. I don't get it because, and it's you. I get me, I don't get you. Wrong again. Mm-hmm. So w- communication is supposed to operate like a chain link fence. It's supposed to operate in a mutual circle of respect. And unfortunately, it does not. Uh, let me lose. just, yeah. Go let ahead, just, Tian. Go let ahead. Go ahead. When, when Dr. Marla said meet them where they are, I get what you are saying and you are correct. But when I interpret meet them where they are, I am doing it from a place of point. And let me, let me, let me elaborate to make you understand what I mean from a place of point. In the case of music, I, in the case of music, we're talking music and I want to meet you where you are. I am only meeting you where you are with respect to what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. If you understand what I'm saying, like if we're dealing with like in case, in, in case in point, the guy and his company and whatever, she has to meet him at the level, talk about, try and understand what he is doing with his company and meet him there. Him as a person, him communicating outside of WhatsApp and outside of emails and all of those things is irrelevant at that point. Because mm-hmm. what we're talking about is the business. I'm not trying to meet you on a level with respect, with, with respect to your personality, your character traits, because as you just said, um, what, um, she just said was me dumbing down myself. I'm not going to dumb down myself to communicate with you mm-hmm. on a personal level. I am going to meet you at the level that you are with what we're dealing with. Right. Whatever it is. Yes. However, however, because well, I, I said we were, let, let's assume we had phones or whatever. This is an app and, and it's something that he is, he has devised and we're going to use for Caribbean American restaurant week. Um, and it, it requires giving a piece of technology to restaurants in different places and so on. And it's going to be done countrywide. Um, so think of like your Uber Eats and DoorDash and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this lady has no idea how to run an app, right? I, I don't know how to run an app and I am much closer to his age, right? Does she could. Does she code? No. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, so my right. thing is, what she needed to do was explain what she is looking or her expectations of what the app should well, do well, for her. Well, let's assume... And some room. people just don't know how to do that. Some people just don't know how to explain themselves or express themselves. No, 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 no. Or... no, no, no. The issue is, it, it, it's a case, and my analogy was, we are going to end up with a situation where we have an Elon Musk in our hands and everybody's trying to talk to him afterwards. I said, and we need to be careful that we don't alienate this child because that's what's going to happen. Because if you come with your book going to check off, well, I've gone to these four, five, six places and this is what they're going to do. No, we have an app. They can do it and all five of them can do it together. You know, so that's where we are. So you are playing catch up. And, and the other analogy I had, which which I think is a great one, if I say so myself, is when we think of development and people used to cook on three stones with charcoal, then we came to kerosene stoves, then we had gas stoves, and now we have electric stoves. We, mm-hmm. we haven't even put a microwave in there because that's unnecessary. But right. that is how if we're using fire and a pot and whatever, that's what, that's what we're talking about. So we're still trying to move away from, let's say a kerosene stove, you know, and we are using an electric stove. That's, that's kind of where we are. So we, we really not, we're all trying to cook food, but we're not doing it in the same way. Somebody has to get up now at six in the morning to start preparing dinner when someone else could come home from work at 4.30 and be like, ah, what do I want to eat today? Right. And it'll still all be ready at eight o'clock. You know, right. so that's that's the kind of thing that we, we're looking at. However, we often talk about communication and, you know, we, we talk about why we don't have issues because we communicate well and, you know, we understand um whatever codes we used to talk, like if I say, how was your day from one to 10? Then, you know, that that's something that works and we understand that. So I found this game um, and, and you know the game, but we haven't played it here. So I found this game called Unpack That. It's called Therapy in a Box. And it really requires people to be um, honest and open and you can play it with coworkers, with family members, with significant others, whatever. And there are questions in five categories. So it's, 
the bad, the good, reflection, tough questions, and then there's wild card. The wild card, I think, really those are for, like, if you're playing in a group setting and it's like a challenge. So what I thought we would do tonight is go through some of these questions so people get a practical example of how we actually ask and answer questions. And I mean, we are not perfect. However, when I heard it being played, when you played it on the radio um, on, on Friday, and people called in, I thought, wow, we actually need to do this more often because people like you had a mother and daughter that called in and mm -hmm. the mom really wanted to play. But then the girl, she she really wasn't comfortable. She had to think and, you know, so really, she, she wasn't very expressive. Yes, yes. We need practice. We need practice. And then you had other people calling in to say, well, I would play, but then this mongoose next to me, you know, I'm like, oh my God, we can't be talking about our coworkers like that. So people still need to get comfortable expressing themselves, but people also need to ask them the right questions. Because yeah, I mean, it comes from, as again, is, is, is what college was just saying, the, the years on earth, the, 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 the head start that a lot of people have. The older you are, the harder it is to unlearn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, yeah. and, and perfect example. I remember when I was eight, I didn't know what other language was. I'm being mm -hmm. honest. Mm -hmm. I didn't know there were other languages because I was never mm -hmm. exposed to it. Right, right. I didn't know people spoke outside of what I heard around me. Mm -hmm. Spanish, French, um, Italian, German. I had no clue. Mm -hmm. But our kids, my daughter, eight understands oh, yeah. that they are the languages and can communicate in Spanish because Spanish is always like a, a, the next the second language for West Indian people and across the, across the world. I met a child recently, a friend of mine has a daughter who is younger, she's seven and speaks four different languages fluently mm -hmm. at seven. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm saying where it is harder for us to unlearn but it's easier for the younger generation. And yes. that's why I had liked this game in particular, because the younger generation, even though it's easy for them, they're not exposed to being so truthful mm -hmm. because they have so much of buffers. They all fell accustomed or fall accustomed into living behind their screen, mm -hmm. WhatsApp, social media, that mm -hmm. they don't have to have real conversations. They mm -hmm. use emojis and those different things to yeah, express oh themselves. Oh my goodness, the emojis. But this <laughs> exercise, and we, we heard it on Friday, Mm -hmm. yes. The young girl was so nervous to answer her mom. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't even hard questions. It was, and it, I was about to say, it was such a simple question. It was you, and I found it to be so nice. I just wanted yes. her to express yes. Tell your mom what are the things you're proud of. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can't tell your mother what you're proud of. It took her a while to get to it. Mm -hmm. To get to it, which, mm -hmm. which to me, is so. somebody asked me, yeah, what, is, what, is you, what is your proudest moment of you and your mom or your mom? Mm -hmm. I can rattle off a thousand different yeah, things. Yeah, be here till tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? Because my mother has done so much in my years of existence. There's so mm -hmm. much things I'm happy to talk about. Mm -hmm. and it's, uh, the simplest mm -hmm. of them all the fact that you're proud that your mom kept a beautiful home sent you to school do all the things as a single parent because it came over as though it's a single mom mm -hmm. and daughter. Mm -hmm. And I can't say that it should be super easy. Exactly. Even though you have a toxic relationship with your mother. There must have been one moment in your 18 years of existence, because I'm yes. guessing she's over 18, that yes. you can express. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that is what we need to we need to always keep that energy and encourage people to express Absolutely. themselves and Absolutely. to communicate better. And that's what I love about the game. Mm -hmm. And people loved it. People enjoyed mm -hmm. it. Um, it's mm -hmm. a beautiful exercise. So mm -hmm. we want to introduce it to you guys here tonight. As Dr. Marla said, it's Unpack That Terrapina mm -hmm. Box. It's pretty simple. It's just about the only rules... Be honest, uh, be vulnerable, and answer truthfully. Yes. Some of the questions, depending on where you are, might not apply. Right. I'll just say that because yes. some of them might be either one, something super personal that you right. can share with a coworker just because you've never experienced anything exactly. like that with exactly. them. Mm -hmm. Or there's some that's very generic that you can't express. Mm -hmm. You understand? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's what so it pick, is. So pick a, um, pick a, a, a section. Understand. Let's start bad, good, now. Start good. Let's go with good for now. Let's start good. with good. All right. So, what is my best quality? You, I am answering you. Yes, and then right. you, I will answer for you. All right. Your best quality for me, I would always say, is reliability. I always okay. tell you that the fact that I can always count on, and even if it's not 
No, like if I say, listen, I want, it could be the simplest thing. Hey, I need a letter draft. Mm-hmm. If you not, if you can do it within the hour, I know for sure I can close my eyes and know it will be drafted. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. That is one of the qualities in you. And, and outside of that, there are many things I personally can say where you are concerned. That's one that um, I can speak on quickly. Could also talk about reliable and all sense of the word in terms of if something is going on, I can I can guarantee that you're gonna follow up, call to ask what's happening with this or what's happening with that, both mm-hmm. personal and professional. If I say, hey, this is a situation I'm doing, I'm going to do this, I know for sure within the week, if not the same day or the day next, the next day you'll call to be like, hey, what happened with so so so. So those are the things as easy as it might seem. Not everybody has that characteristic about them but mm-hmm. i can definitely say that's one of the things i appreciate about you you're always that person too and i was willing to assist in terms of it can be the littlest of things like sometimes what i appreciate the most on a personal level is where my um the little fixes that you do for me like if i have something like if i wrote something like we might i might be struggling with writing something and you will find a way for me to express it way better Mm, than I would have told them. We've done it like building over my resume. Little things like that. I appreciate mm-hmm. that for sure, for sure. Yeah. All right. So what I think is your best quality, I think that you think on the fly. That I think is an impressive quality. Um, just being able, like I would send you something and I say, well, what do you think about this? And and then I would think to myself, well, you got back to me really quickly. And I'm like, did you think about that? And you can give me 10 reasons why that would be the way to go. Um, and, and I really appreciate that because sometimes, cause I, you know how my brain operates. I would have my list and I would go through and whatever. And I mean, we may come to the same decision in the end, but mm-hmm. you, you think quickly. You think and quickly. I've been accused of being cynical, right? Mm. And I think the quickness in my brain comes from the fact that I try to analyze things from all angles very quickly. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's because of how I grew up coming up growing up how i did um with all these struggles you had no choice but to think fast right right fix situations yeah. so what i try to do is i try to always look at it from every possible angle sometimes the most far-fetched thing you can mm-hmm. think about because mm-hmm. the world is a crazy place and at mm-hmm. any given time anything can happen so i try to think in that way that's how it's like how i tell stories on air mm-hmm. people people always trip off like where you think about that but when you really break it down it's possible. You understand? Mm-hmm. <laughs> things I think it's very possible. Yes, some mm-hmm. things are far-fetched. But look at what we've been seeing. Like yeah, I just, exactly. just before I came on this call, I looked at a, a video with some people at a funeral. Do not understand why they decided to hold the casket overhead and try and do the little joke when the people would be shaking the casket. And it fell down. Oh, my. Where was yes. this? Um, some Caribbean country it could be, I think it, it's not Guyana, but it's some small, it could be between Dominica or it looked Dominica-ish. I, I was just thinking it was an African country because, you know, the, the African tradition and, and that no, dancing, That's what I'm saying. It wasn't African. It was a okay. Caribbean country trying to imitate that mm, particular thing you're talking about. Not understanding the ritual. Right. Thinking it's just something to do. Uh-huh. So one, it was just two guys, which was a mistake. Exactly. And two, it was climbing up a hill, which is a second mistake. So one lost a step and in losing the step, the other one couldn't brace the casket on his own. So he fell down. So the whole casket went tumbling down. The body fell out. It was a total disaster. Yeah. So I'm saying little things like that. So, you know, (laughs) you have to kind of, if I say that in a story, people would say that's crazy. It will never happen. But it did. Yeah. Yeah. Next one. And and uh, let me just say that your ability to think quickly has relieved Travon of a lot of his stress because usually <laughs> I'm like Travon, what do you think about whatever, whatever? Yeah, y'all have the same ability, so that's fantastic. Um, next one. I'm continuing in the good. Um, what day of the week best describes me and why? Well, I will have to say Thursday now. <laughs> Okay. All right. I'll say Thursday. Why? Because Tuesday we shoot a lot of podcasts. Yeah. That's one. Two, Tuesday has always been a go-to day for me. Mm-hmm. Tuesday was the day, the first day I shot Soka Star. Okay. And it was a Tuesday. And ever since then, every time I've started something, it started on a Tuesday. Oh, wow. Okay. 
most of the like when I went back to radio after many years, I went back. Mm-hmm. The first day was on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't recall, but if when was after the initial barbecue that we mm-hmm. met at? Mm-hmm. When when did we sit down and record? Was it a Tuesday? It or would Tuesday? have been. It it. It had to be a Thursday because when we started the studio and recorded, right? Be, oh, I, yeah, I used to be you off. See, on that's Thursday. what I'm saying. It's just yeah. weird. It's just weird. Tuesday's yeah. always been a day. So if I had to describe you on a Tuesday, I would because you fell into the space of mm-hmm. Tuesday. But we okay. always one day for sure that we sit down and talk is Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. if I had to describe you as a day in the week, it would be Tuesday. I can't, <laughs> I can't choose other day. I'm sorry. It's just mm. gonna be weird. I can't give you no big set of numbers because Tuesday is the this day of the month divided by this, you know, like all the people. <laughs> right, right, right. I, I can't get mm-hmm. that deep. I can just mm-hmm. simply say Tuesday, see, if I have to think about a daily week with you, it's be Tuesday for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that, that I could pick one day. I know that, for, and, and that's because I listen to you in different spaces. So I know it would oh, not. Sorry, stop. International checking is Tuesday as well. Yes, it is. <laughs> I, I would, for you, it would not be Saturday. Because I'm able to listen to you every other day. So, so no, no, no. If I, I don't know that I would pick one day because I really haven't, um, you know, narrowed it down to just one day. So, oh. you know, I, 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 I pick Tuesday because Tuesday just it has so much. But now, exactly now with all of this, now I can I can perhaps say Thursday. Tuesday so is the day for me for sure. For I can sure. perhaps Thank do you. that. Um. Okay, what three words come to mind when you think about me? Efficient, caring, supportive. Okay, what three words come to mind when I think about you? I'll go with creative, empathetic, and funny. Okay, the last funny man got a slap, so I don't know. I don't know if I See, did. Well, I was, nobody else would think of that, but I was funny. I don't think that. I think that you laugh when the guy got a slap. So, um. <laughs> um, okay. Describe a time when you felt proud of me. Um, oh, good. There's plenty, you know, recently um, after your interview. Okay. For sure, it'd be reviews. The fact that I, I was proud of what they told you after mm-hmm. and how they responded to you. That was a proud right. moment. It's like if I, if I could have brag and boast, like, hey, that's my friend. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> brag and boast. That time, one for sure, for sure, I was proud then. And the project, a book project, I was really, really taken aback with how great it came out. And it all stemmed from your brain. You know what I mean? It was your baby, your brain child. Yes, I was included. Um, yes, I contributed, but I was always say that you were the driving force. And what I saw from where it started was a problem. We can remember I was there with the jotted notes, mm-hmm, all the little mm-hmm. things book, yeah. and it wasn't really. And then I saw it went from my recordings into yes. what you sent back after. So that was a big moment for me. Yeah, that was yeah. probably there for sure. Okay. Um, I would always say every time that I hear you articulate on air what emotional intelligence is and I, and I usually just send you a message after I always say like wow that was good um but every time I hear you articulate freely what emotional intelligence is that's always a proud moment for me all right um then uh, all right so this would this would probably be for a couple in what ways have we grown together for the better or like a work team i guess but um in what ways have we grown together for the better we're doing it now i would say that yeah we could we could answer this too we, we're doing it now um the podcast for one this mm-hmm. and our and the others um mm-hmm. the the fact that we have so much things that we have planning a together stuff too yeah that we're planning together all the projects that we've started and continue to do and yeah. everything that we are looking forward to do within the next six months of the year mm-hmm. we've we started 2022 really and truly with a bang when i mean mm-hmm. like people just put all these expectations you want to do this and when i think about it foundation has to go down mm-hmm. if you're being fair you can want to get 10 million dollars at the end of the year 
But to get there, you have to have done something or created something to create the 10 million. Mm -hmm. And I think our creating process that we're going through right now is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of waiting for certain things to materialize, um, continuing doing what we're doing because if we're being fair to ourselves, we have not slacked off at all. We've no. been very consistent for the entire yeah. of 2022 thus far. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, everything that we said we wanted to do, yeah, we mightn't be on point point with every single thing, but one thing is constant, our consistency is constant. Yeah. yeah. And I will, I will say no, that, 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 that'll be my answer. Mm -hmm. And I can also say that the writing we're continuing to write so in all the things i guess we, we we had a goal and we're we're sticking to those goals so i think that that is definitely one way that we're growing um together for the better um yeah. shall we get some bad questions now so at least people understand what some of the questions are mm. um yeah we can go back yeah, that was good be just now right those were all good those were all good so that was like about five um, okay, this is a good one. What do you think I need to let go of? Hmm. Oh, <laughs> this would be funny. Not everybody might get this. You need to let go of the fact that um, Peter Minchel is Oh, my goodness. Be. You know, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I was thinking about that this morning. <laughs> when I was by the sink, and I was going to ask you, if there's one thing that you can say that I hold on to, what would it be? <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. It's, it's about that time. You need to give up the fact that holding on that he is not Ghanese. You need to just let that go. If I had to, <laughs> you need to let that one go. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you need to let go of the fact that I am not letting go of the fact that Peter Winchell is from Ghana. Because he really is. Uh, but yeah. Oh my. That was funny. That was funny. Um, describe a nightmare you've had. What do you think it meant? Oh, thank God I, had, I, I, could, I could pass on this one. Thank God I haven't had any of those in a long time. Okay. Um, you know, sometimes you have dreams that are really real and sad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, people see I old people look tell up you dreams though. I, if I if I dream you. something, I look it up. Oh, my mom is telling me it's depending on what you're eating. Thing. I know that's yeah, oh, yes, <laughs> you like, went what to sleep with your belly full. I told you. Yes. Yeah, and all those sort of things. But um, we need I don't to unlearn that. <laughs> I don't believe that. I think it's 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 the universe trying to tell you something. Right. I just stay away from or move to. Mm -hmm. Um. Luckily for me, with everything that's happening, as, as I said at the top of the show, I could honestly say that I have not experienced any of those and I appreciate the fact that I haven't. Um, I'm in a very unique place right now as I was having this conversation with you just this morning. It's a very nice place. It's not It's not like, it's not like okay, woo-ha, you win the lot when you're happy. But mm. I'm feeling blessed and fulfilled and there's so much hope on the horizon. Like so mm. many things I'm seeing is going to happen. So I'm, I'm really in a nice headspace. So no, mm. I, I'll have to pass on that one. There's no nightmares. I, no nightmares. Okay. I, I haven't had a nightmare in a long time, but if I dream, whatever it is I dream, I look up symbolism. Um, just because I know that things don't happen by accident. So I think that approach helps me to approach um to, to to look at things differently. So like even if I see if I see a bird, um I would go Google what does it mean? Seriously. That's a bit much that's a bit much, but okay. Because if a bird is not supposed to be where it is, I am maybe, going to maybe say, a particular type this of bird, bird just had a message for me. So if I okay. see exactly Okay, right. did you have a message for you? So okay, if I see girl. if I see a <laughs> If I see a cardinal on my front step, I am oh. going to look up why is there a cardinal on my front step? You know, something like that. And um, like when was it yesterday or the day before yesterday when Fian found the snake in her in, in uh, her coconut tree? Sometimes she came yesterday, and a huge one at that. So I went to look up what does it mean to see a snake. So just a snake, be... a snake of that size. But yeah, anyway, Jeez. so snakes are usually, snakes are usually a good omen though. So, but everybody kept on saying, and again, you people in Trinidad, people started with the comments were hilarious. She had like over 600 comments and people are saying, oh my God, what my ex-husband doing by you? Oh, my oh, mother-in-law wow. is your friend. This is, oh my, why oh, my wow. co-workers at your house? I'm oh, like, wow. the, the comments were ridiculous. Oh, wow. But when I looked it up 
um, it, it actually does mean success and wealth and pregnancy and all those things. It means a lot of good stuff. Gotcha. So we need to remember when fans are the sneak. So, exactly. My necessity member, she doesn't live alone. So the success could mean somebody be even the daughter as well. For the house, exactly, exactly. But I listen. I probably would have sold that house or burnt it or something because the size of that snake. I'm like, no, 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 the no, first no. time they were. I know that yeah, happened. It happened regular. before. Yeah, because they live like by a ravine or something. To, not only that, they live practically next to like what we consider. It's not a forest, but there's no oh. houses behind them. Is just mountain range. So any day, and... wild monkeys that come down. Oh. Crazy things happen all the time. <laughs> okay. Um, if there was one thing you could change about me, what would it be? How are these bad questions, though? But whatever. I um, mean, yeah, depending on situations, oh, perspective, okay. it could be bad because that if someone, if two people in a relationship and uh-huh. they're not hundred, you always leave you ask, in the sink. Right. You could uh-huh. ask questions like that that could end up very, very runchy. One thing I could change about you, everything, and then end up in an argument. So, um, yes. um one thing yes. I would change, I, there's nothing I would, the only thing mm-hmm. I would have liked to change, and it's happening now, is because I have heard you not complain because you're not a complainer, but I've heard you spoke out on your discomfort or dislike of what you were doing and how you mm-hmm. felt it was really keeping you back. Okay. And you didn't care about it was not about finances or anything. You just personally felt as though you wanted to do something else and something more. Mm-hmm. So if there's anything I would have changed, what I would have want that to change for you, for you to get something and know, mm-hmm. thank God and the universe that it's happening. And mm-hmm. you can tell because you are super chill. <laughs> like you are living. You mean in- I was not Barack Obama all the time. <laughs> you are super right now. You are super. The song "Living Your Best Life" is your anthem right now, at least in this immediate room. Mm-hmm. Maybe that might change when work kick in, but for now, yeah. If I had to say a change, it wouldn't be nothing about you, like nothing physical, nothing personal. Mm-hmm. Just, just what I would have liked for you to experience something else. And thank God, you're on the way to doing that. So yeah. All right. Um, if there's one thing I could change about you, I would say your willingness to say yes to everything and then try to find the time to do it after. Yeah, you can that's, say that all the time. That's it. That's it. That's it. I listen. I have no, not I've been. I've been. About I've, been that. I've been saying no of late. It's been okay. happening. I've been saying, no, I don't actually say no. I say not no. Okay. I ain't get to the full out no yet. <laughs> what I say is not no. No, I will try. I will try. Sentence, by the way. Huh? No, it's a complete sentence. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so, yes. Um, oh, that's a good one. Do you feel like I make you a priority in my life? Oh, for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. I will say that. I think so because of, um, as I said, we, it, it, it's weird because we intertwine. Mm-hmm. Professionally, personally, we intertwine. So, how our business is set up, we have to be priorities in each other's life, to be quite <laughs> honest. At least for the next two and a half years. <laughs> After that, then we can be like, okay, well, what do you want to do now? And what do but for at least yeah. in the immediate next two to three, mm-hmm. we have to be. It's just mm-hmm. how it sets. We can't really yeah. change that now. Yeah. After we made mugs, so. <laughs> <laughs> they make yeah. drinking mugs, it's really, that's been serious. Companies that make mugs, right? Like do things like when you start branding cups and things is when yeah. you make companies serious. Once you start making cups, it's serious. <laughs> so we had a continue. Can't go back now. Uh, and my answer is yes for this too. My answer is definitely yes for that. All right. Um, has there ever been a time that you've been envious of me? Oh, that one was serious on the radio show. Yes. Um, no. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> There's no, no envy. It's only been proud moments. It's been envy is not a word I would use to describe our. It will never infiltrate our relationship at all because it's always comes from a place of real love and appreciation. Mm-hmm. What I would say is, um, there are times I wish I had your brain. Mm-hmm. I will say that is that there are times that 
I am in situations like, hey, funny how I'm all here right now, winning it. <laughs> because because <laughs> you have the ability to retain. You know, uh-huh. some people, and that's what education is. And people need to understand that education is the ability to retain stuff, right? Depending on what you're interested to. Because of how your brain functions, you, you are a worldly person. You are sponge to the world. So you retain a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm a sponge to certain things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really and truly ignore people a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. So somebody will give me a whole long poof and I'll be like, yeah, in the moment. And as soon as they're gone... Don't ask me anything they just said because I didn't care while they were saying it. Mm-hmm. And it's rude, I know, but that's me. But you are not that. You're the type of person who will be in a situation and you will hear everything and come back two weeks later and say, remember where we what? I feel like you was listening to it. And you'll be like, yes, the man. And I'm like, okay. So I miss you in time there. So, but I guess I cheat because I know you are there. <laughs> I just get away with murder because I know. <laughs> I don't remember that, I'm, I'll have that under control. So I could not, I could, look at how much meetings we're supposed to be in together, right? Like Zoom calls. And you call me, are you coming on the call? And I'll be like, um, you can do that one because I know me on the call is a waste of time because when it's done, wow. the end result we're going to, is, you just said it earlier on. You're talking about the, you spoke about the tree, the tree rocks and the stove and the ring pot outside and stove. We cooking. You are the electric stove. What am I coming there with my tree burner for? It's not making sense. You are the electric stove. Wow. And you have a microwave as well. So I will come when it's done. When I hear ping, you call me. I'm ready. <laughs> wow. I'm being truthful. That's part of the game. The game is about being vulnerable and truthful and, at and all corners. But you know, I like, I like for me that these bad questions are actually funny. And we should do this again, like in a year to make sure that these bad questions are still fun. Because, you know, these, Jeez. these things can keep you on your toes, you know? Correct. And, and that is one of the things that I want to point out. Cause if you're doing this in a group, like a coworker setting or whatever, then it helps you realize, oh my goodness, this is a situation that perhaps needs change. Or it could be like a situation like this where like, oh, this is a great situation. Let's do what we must to nurture it so that it doesn't go bad. Mm -hmm. You know, so just the intention of wanting to revisit it to make sure that we still feel like this and we're still doing what we said we would do, you know, six months, a year from now. And in a a group work setting to what it does, it might have that one anomaly, that one person who don't agree. Right. And you then as a team have to realize and address that person's issues. To yes. try and get to a better place because there's some questions in there that when asked, two or three co-workers might be like, oh, yes, yeah, so, so, so. And I might have two co-workers like, no, I don't right. see it like that. Exactly. I really don't feel the same way you will feel at all. Exactly. And exactly. in that moment, if they're being honest because, and that's what we have to always promote, the honesty of the game is what makes it work. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. just answer or try to be nice and just ignore certain things or, or bite your tongue and and hold in your feelings to please the room. Exactly. You have to be truthful exactly. in order for it to really, really have an And for you to grow as people, though, because, you know, now, now I, tonight, I have learned that I really need to let go of the fact that Peter Minchel is... Sorry to say, you have to. Yeah, you know, so that, I know, I know that grinds your gears, but this is just the reality. But I need to stop hammering that point home because it's getting me nowhere. So... I'm not going to change yeah. anything. Right, right. So... Yeah. We need to talk to Peter Mitchell together so we understand. And that might happen and in that moment. We'll all have a good laugh. <laughs> when he then says, and knowing him, he's so politically correct, he might give us an answer that will please the both of us. <laughs> I am uh, looking may forward I say to that. something? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I wanted to say, I, once again, I am so bedazzled by the dialogue and what you're talking about. I'm always, always, always bedazzled by it. And Amala, you and I think a lot alike. And in fact, the three of us do. And as I say all the time, I am from a different generation. So my purview of things is is very different from millennials and Gen Xers and the age of technology because we rely on that. Mm -hmm. But in your asking questions such as what do you see in me? What are the characteristics? Mm-hmm. that most attract you. I think those questions are extremely, extremely important in communication and in relationships. Mm-hmm. If we can get past 
those things that we feel are obstacles, mm-hmm. we can communicate better. Absolutely. And that we that goes for everybody walking, talking, living and breathing. Mm-hmm. We can communicate better. And it's it's very important that we we at least lay the groundwork to have a discussion about the attributes, whether mm-hmm. they are attributes that are good or not, or how we can improve ourselves because mm-hmm. everybody on the planet has room for improvement. Okay. Everybody. There isn't one person that is flawless. We all have flaws up and down. Mm-hmm. So our communication, if we could at least work on the communication and how others see us, how we are, how we come across to other people, mm-hmm. when it co- especially when it comes to emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the emotions and how we conduct ourselves in the midst of other people, yes, we should yes. always be aware of how we come across, mm-hmm. always. Mm-hmm. And at the school district, they're now going back to teaching customer service and client relations because they've mm-hmm. always seen students as customers. Mm-hmm. And in my teaching, I've always said our students are not customers. They're not customers. You you don't belittle students by calling them a customer. Well, They're you know, here. in marketing, though, if you say the customer is always right, then a student would be happy to Yeah, be but not anymore. That's right. Not anymore. <laughs> the customer is not always right. Okay? Not anymore. And the attitude with some of the uh, retail people is just, I've never seen anything that sucks so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm sorry mm-hmm. about that. But I am, I'm going to be 70 in September. And for the first time in my life, customer service sucks everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean in small places, big places. I mean everywhere. The customer is no longer right. Mm-hmm. And that, that adage, that slogan that we used to live by, the customer is always right. Mm-mm. The customer is always wrong. And the customer is expendable. You don't need that one. There's another one coming. I mean, I, I and, would say the customer is not always right, but the customer has a right to be heard. So you, oh, can, yeah. you can move from there, you know? So if, right, you, right. if you go with that thinking, because sometimes, and, and even in our normal communication, when you when someone is upset about something, sometimes people just want to be heard. And, and it's okay. Right. So sometimes people just want to vent. And they're fine right. after that, you know? So we have right, to right. Go, go back to now understanding how we can, like we said earlier, meet people where they are. Not with a view to being on their side, but to understand mm-hmm. and to empathize, you know? And so if yeah. tonight we've learned one thing from this game, let it be that we need to ask questions. And even last night in, in, my, um, in my Zoom call, at the end of the call, I asked the lady, did you get all your questions answered? Are you now more satisfied than when you first started this call? Because she could have felt, yeah. you know, there was there was antagonism and whatever. And, you know, listen, you came on here with your 10 questions. You got some answers. Were they okay? Are you now yeah. in a better place than when you first began? And sometimes you just need to get people down a couple of pegs and so now they can move on without being as angry or whatever because you know the last thing you want to do is to set somebody off on an emotional train that they didn't plan to be on um or right. get yourself on a train to go someplace you weren't supposed to go so you know right those right, are right. those are the things that we need to right. to look at and so guys and as people, you go mm-hmm. and people go off because of a lack of understanding absolutely because of a lack of understanding and oftentimes a lack of empathy. Right. And if people don't understand that it goes both ways, there's nothing in this world where everything is simply one way. Mm-hmm. So it goes both ways and, and people should be more empathetic. They yes. should be more patient and understanding, but we can't force it. And as I say, I come from an era where people operate, they lived in that way. Mm-hmm. They live mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. So for me, when I see that there is such a lack of empathy and understanding and patience, 
it just boggles my mind. We talk about these things at work all the time. It boggles my mind. But we've got to get back to it. So I truly appreciate both of you. All righty. Thank you. We right, we actually had a fun time doing this this week. And um, just start unpacking things in whatever situation you find yourself in, whether that's at home, at work, at play. And do have a fantastic week. And we'll be back here on o'clock. Sunday of next week for another episode of Everyday Lessons Now. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I know. Good night. Take care. And thank you, Taryn Callender and Dr. Amala Luncheon. And you have been listening to Everyday Lessons Now. And be sure to listen every Sunday. You will be full of new lessons every Sunday. This is the place you really want to be. Have a good evening, all. And thank you for listening to Everyday Lessons Now right here on the Intentional Talk Radio Network. You can find this and all of the broadcasts on ITRN on your favorite and your major podcast platforms. Be sure to stick and stay. Don't go away, as Kenny Hendricks has always said. Come on back for the prayer call for all. And starting tomorrow, it's a new Monday with Andre Blass, the chef, and also Mindful Mondays. So thank you for joining us. Have a good evening, and we'll speak with you soon. Take care.